My name is Precious Naturinda. I'm a journalist. I work with Uganda Community Green Radio. Uganda Community Green Radio is based in Chiboga. It is owned by the people and managed by National Association of Professional Environmentalists, NAPE. And NAPE is an NGO that advocates for environment and human rights issues. My reporting is focused on environmental issues, human rights issues, and gender equality. As a journalist, I amplify the voices of the people using the radio as a platform. And being a community green radio majorly, we focus on amplifying the voices of local communities, especially those who are vulnerable. We have those whose rights have been violated, and you find they have no platform, so we give platform to such people. And those who do not have the capacity to buy airtime on radio, we give them platform. But mainly, we also make sure that we give wider coverage on environmental issues. Because when you look at the media, environment has not been given much coverage. And that's why NAPE thought it wise to start an environmental radio so that they can focus on environmental issues. So we do much, actually, when you look at most of our programs, our focus is much on environmental issues. That is why even our slogan is talk green, listen green. The latest campaigns that I am now focusing on are one, uh, we have the issue of elections that is resulting in two human rights violations. So as a journalist, I'm focusing much on investigating these violations and what is causing them. As you are aware, in Uganda we are in campaigns and in 2021 we shall go to polls to elect our leaders. Because of COVID-19 pandemic, the Ministry of Health issued guidelines that are supposed to be followed by the candidates while looking for their votes. They are not supposed to gather many people and also they have to ensure that put, people put on masks and observe social distancing. As a result, there are violations that take place involving security operatives. So as a journalist, I try, um, I, have to, I am trying to investigate such to see what is probably causing human rights violations and what can majorly be done. Another issue, the issue of rising water levels on major on our water bodies in Uganda, Lake Victoria, Lake Albert, Lake Choga, and others that are displacing people and turning them into climate change refugees. People who have been affected are those within the 200 meter buffer zone for lakes and 100 meter buffer zone for rivers and even beyond because the rising water levels are even going beyond and they are evicting many people some of these need like quick assistance but you find that the government is not taking action people are lacking food so why is it that this is happening people have been in buffer zones why is it that the government didn't take action before to evict people from these areas because you may find that even people are not to blame Reason being that while they were constructing in these buffer zones, every district has a, a district environment office, every district has a land board, 
and you wonder why people were constructing in buffer zones. Where were they? Another issue is Ugoma Forest giveaway to Hoima Sugar Limited for sugarcane growing. You find that there the transaction is made from leasing the forest land by the kingdom to Hoima Sugar Works and how government comes in. All these, the local communities, those who are adjacent to Ugoma Forest, they, are, they don't have much information. So as a journalist, it's my role to make sure that those voices come on board. Recently I was in the area and the women, even local communities, they were, exp they were expressing worry. In decision making and matters concerning the forest, they are not part, yet they are the ones to be affected. The boundaries are not demarcated. Boundaries between the forest, the land for local communities. So this is putting people at stake and making them live in fear. And even some of the local leaders on the ground were saying that their effort to try to find out has been fruitless. So you find that they have no platform. So that's why as a journalist, I come up to give such people a platform so that their voices can be heard and they also get responses. And so they fear or they fear there may be an impending eviction or anything can happen since the boundaries are not clear and the Hoima Sugar Works is already clearing the forest. On why the boundaries are not yet opened, I was told that because of the prevailing situation of, of campaigns of elections, they put it on hold until they are done with elections. But still you realize that there is lack of political will in saving the Goma Forest. So that is an issue that I'm working on that I, and I will continue to work on it. We have land grabbing in different areas and this is also another issue that I am investigating as a journalist. There are many, many issues, not forgetting gender inequality, like I told you in Ibuguma. In, in Chikube, women adjacent to Buguma Forest were crying fall, saying they have not been involved, yet in case there is an eviction, they are the ones to suffer. Most of them get their livelihood in farming and agriculture, but you find they are clearing the forest that has been helping them for long. They are saying that sometimes they are worried these evictions they make them suffer more because men tend to run away from their responsibilities wherever there is a problem like that. So bringing these voices of women also on, on board, on air, amplifying their voices through the media is an issue that I'm working on. Is an issue that I'm also working on. There is an issue of also people who are living in the camp, those who are evicted by those who were evicted in Ichijayo in Hoima district to pave way for sugarcane growing and they have been in the camp since 2015. They have a court in a case in court and I tried to follow up. But while they are in the camp there are also some human rights violations that are, they are undergoing. So in investigating all these issues you find that some people were like exp exposing culprits it puts you in danger or giving a platform to these people to talk about real issues. For example, the issue of Ubugoma is so contentious. You find that they don't want any journalists even closer to the forest. Recently, some of our journalists were arrested and you find even while in reporting, 
you have to disguise enough. The violations you find that even the victims themselves, maybe they are not happy, they are bitter. By the time they understand that you are a journalist, by then you are already in danger. For example, I remember like in 2014, there is a group of people in Ramtonga that was evicted by student grabbers. And on that day of eviction, I went there for coverage uh, to cover their issues. And by then I was new in the area. And I think they didn't know me, so I had gone with my colleague. But when we reached there, we were somehow surrounded. They didn't understand us. When we were surrounded, we had our cards ready with us. That's why whenever you are supposed to go to the field, you need to go when you are prepared. We had our identity cards with us. And when the LS1 came, we explained to him. And when we explained, he understood. And people gave us their voices. But what am I trying to say? Maybe I would say those ones were lenient surrounding us and waiting for the LOC one. Maybe others, when you go there, when they are rowdy like that, or when they are bitter, you can easily be beaten. And maybe you end up losing your life, or you end up being injured, you can't know. You find that you are working on a story, but then you get threats. Get threats here and there, and you feel like you should give up. Why it doesn't work, you call a colleague and you see how you can work on it together. Another threat is uh, harassment. It can be sexual harassment, it can be physical harassment. You find that you go with someone, you go to cover news, but at the back of his mind he has what he wants. And in, in terms of digital, hacking in our emails, that one has ever happened to me. You are being tracked especially when you have a sensitive issue, they are tracking you. You find that you have viruses, you have your work for safety purposes, you want to keep it, all of a sudden you get a virus, it hits everything. My dream is to make sure that we have a country or a community where the rights of every individual are respected, irrespective of age, irrespective of gender, respective of culture and background. <coughs> My other dream is to see, to see everyone being responsible in conserving the environment. We are already experiencing effects of climate change, rising water levels, change in the seasons, and you know change in seasons will automatically ha have a great bearing on food security. So my dream is to see everyone being responsible, like taking charge of the f environment the person lives in, making sure that it is well protected. If it is a tree, they try to plant. If it, They really try to be responsible in conserving the environment. But most importantly, leaders playing their role. Because as a government, you have good laws, but implementation is poor. If these laws were implemented, you would find that the environment is fully protected. The world I would like to live in is the world where human rights are respected, where local communities' voices are heard and respected. Because these people matter, especially when there is a niche in a community. Local communities know best than people who come from outside. Tushemekubatula kwa tanisa, tulebeke ngu, tualindibiyobu hangwa. Na nyonko mnyamahulire, nazaku gumanda gamba ngu tushemekubatula gamba green, kan ditura hurra green. Meaning, I'll make sure that environmental conservation is at forefront of everything that I do. I think.